Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. How are you? With all the focus on disease, I think we've lost an important, well, an important picture of the human body before it gets disease. We don't get that picture because we don't focus on what the science of the cell is doing before you actually get a symptom and get sick. And that's unfortunate because if we did, we'd really understand what disease is. And we could take that understanding to reversing it once we've got it. So in a nutshell then, when you get your diagnosis, and then you really have to take a look at your life because you're losing function. You can't work as well. You can't perform your tasks. You can't remember how to get home if you're further than a mile or two away from your house. This is when the alarms go off. But if you had your cells under a microscope and you could magnify them enough, long before you were alarmed, you'd see under the glaring magnification that your cells were screaming at you, literally screaming at you with all sorts of signs and signals that a bad day is coming. Now, I always envisioned a world where that would be the focus. It's not the focus because, well, you could say it's not the focus because human nature doesn't want to tend to a problem until the problem starts. You could say that the money behind medicine, the wrong kind of money, isn't concerned about prevention. I got to tell you something. None of that is really the case. As you learn more and more, you become less extreme in, in your views. As the knowledge mounts, you start to see that things are jaded for reasons that well, in your early days, aren't very obvious. And what I mean here is, is the reason you're not given a picture of you before you get sick, before you have a disease, is we don't have the technology. That's the reason. Except that we do have the technology. And the reason you don't get the technology is not because somebody wants to keep it away from you. It's because... You don't have the money. And if you want to start this case that, well, the money should be provided for you to understand where you're at long before you get a tumor or an autoimmune disease or some sort of serious illness that destroys your life, if you want to make the argument that you should have that money provided, that something in the name of the great state or democracy or whatever social system you buy into, don't do that. Because you have no idea the amount of money we're talking about. First, we don't really have the technologies worked out that well. And they involve a great deal of interpretation. They involve a great deal of relating what the microscope tells you 
to clinical pictures. And when I say clinical picture, I mean I'd have to follow you around with a magnifying glass all day long and then put your cells under a microscope to tell what was going on, and then I'd just be taking a damn good estimate. So don't think that you're being ripped off because, well, some ideal political or social system should provide you the answers. But, and this is my point, nonetheless, we have the technology. There are three things your cell does. There's a number of things your cell does that we can determine long before you get sick. The one I want to mention, the ones I want to mention today, provide a groundwork or framework for you to reverse the issues once bad news comes your way. And of course, this is so important because it's my experience over 30 years, and I do mean 30. I can't believe that, but it is true. I don't care what you think your commitment is to alternative health, to the holistic way, to the healthy way. When you get bad news, you compromise. I, I never see it fail, rarely. Rarely do I see anyone that gets serious disease and a week or two of bad pain. Rarely do I say them, see them stay on the straight and narrow, meaning refuse the drug, refuse the surgery, and try to really do the things you have to do to get healthy. I just don't see it happen, not with disease, which makes an argument for the application of a preventative model. But here's my point. If you get a disease early on, I don't care what it is, you get a cancer, you get heart disease, you get autoimmune disease, you get psychological disease, anything along those lines. Your cells are still in a state where they can reverse what started. And what started are the three things I want to focus on today. One is called apoptosis, apoptosis. The other one's called senescence. And the third one is called anaplasia, or that line between dysplasia and anaplasia. Let me define them briefly. When the cell, and every organ is a collection of cells, so pick your organ, the one you're concerned with. Is it your kidney? Is it your liver? Is it your ovary, your testes, your skin? Is it your heart? Is it your brain? Whatever that cell might be, whatever organ may associate to that cell, there's an environment around the cell that the cell is constantly looking at. It's like your house is a cell, and when you look out into the street, that's your neighborhood. Well, the cell is always looking outside itself to see what the neighborhood looks like, and separating the two, practically speaking, is almost impossible. The inside of the cell will mirror the outside of the cell, and vice versa. Point being that there's a point at which the outside of the cell gets so filthy we won't get into the real definitions of filth. But when outside the cell is filthy, the inside of the cell starts to react to the outside of the cell. This is across the membrane. And when finally, on the inside of the cell, it sees too much filth, sometimes all the cells looking at each other, waving to each other, like people in their homes looking out into a declining neighborhood, 
sometimes they trigger a mass suicide. That's called apoptosis. Often enough, not always, but often enough, apoptosis is a very unfortunate phase for you. Because when those signals trigger a mass suicide, that's the end of your organ. Now, I want to remind you sometimes, and I won't get into it, apoptosis is part of the normal cell cycle. Sometimes cells need to be destroyed. And they're destroyed through what you call apoptotic sequences. But very often, often enough, apoptosis is a signal that the filth, the dirt, the slime, the grease, the grime outside the cells have triggered, have triggered an unfortunate response in terms of mass suicide. That's called apoptosis. Before you get a disease, those cells are already signaling. You can actually see that under a microscope. You can actually see that in the blood. You can, in a generalized way, already know this, but of course, those tests, you'd have to know a pathologist. You'd have to work with someone that really understands collectively the odds that your body's starting to do that. Grandma would say, you know, you just look like you just look like cow dung. You just look like you've been wrung dry. You just look like you're burnt. I mean, nothing escapes our senses in the common vernacular. You can look at somebody one year and run into them two years later and say, what's wrong with that person? They don't look well. Rest assured, the senses can tell you. But don't nod your head in complacency because I promise you, you have no clue, most of you, the vast majority of you. You're talking about a training of the senses you don't have, may not even be capable of. And so we look to science. We look to the foundations of science to offer us a preventative sort of measure. And we want it to be more general than we'll just get healthy. We want to know when we've pushed the envelope just to the point where we're about to create mass suicide in your organ of choice. So the order is large. You're placing an enormous amount of responsibility on your medical institutions. I only bring it up because the information is there. We just don't have the relationships. It's what I try to do as a doctor, to use whatever means I have of sensing when you're starting to go into an apoptotic sequence. If not apoptosis, something called senescence. Hang on a second, guys. I just have to close a window because they're sawing down the neighborhood. You know, it's spring. Hang on one second. You know, it's springtime. So in the corporate world, spring is a time to cut down all the trees, prune them, we say. Goes a little further with pruning thanks to litigation. If a branch of a tree falls on your head, well, you lost your company. So property managers understand that, so they make sure there are no trees. And if you've noticed, there are no trees on your streets, and there are no trees in the corporate parks. And this is a mentality now universal to the world. 
senescence. Senescence, as in senility. If the space between the cells becomes more and more senile, more and more congested, all the garbage in between your cells is a product of inflammatory sequences that are brought about by an abundance or concentration of damaging entities called free radicals, which trigger immune system responses and which create a goop or a muck in between the cells. You can actually feel this in the tissue of the individual if you're trained. But this is not scientific. We can't measure it numerically. But if we could look inside your cells, we would start to see, in varying degrees, the manifestations of this gooeyness I'm talking about. And the cell might be going senescent. Senescent means if we look at it under an electron microscope, we can see that parts inside the cell, organelles, are not regenerating. The mitochondria are not regenerating. The vacuoles, the lysosomes, the endoplasmic reticulums, all the different parts inside the cell that wear out and get remade, that wear out and get patched up, repaired, this process between how much the cell exerts itself and how fast can it repair itself is on the side of death. I didn't say suicide. I didn't say apoptosis. I said the cell, if you look at it under the electron microscope, it will just render itself senile. It's just sitting there, you know, in a, in a wheelchair, feeble, not doing anything. Enough cells in an organ doing that, not being repaired against the demand you place on the cell, will render the organ generally senescent. So we don't see the cells gone as if they all committed suicide. We see the cells as there, but useless. It's called senescence. You can see senescence coming. You can see it in biopsy. You can see it in labs when we play with animals and look at their cells. And the reason I'll make the case, this is so important to understand, for you to understand as individuals who have gotten bad news. You know, all this bimboism now about how, you know, it's not just COVID and death from COVID. The lingering effects of the inflammatory process that you go through via cytokine storm will leave your organs damaged for probably forever. You see? And you buy that. Of course you buy it. America's bought it. America's dying of it. They're not dying of COVID. They're dying of their fear of COVID. And everybody's on board from National Geographic to all the media stations. Don't get me started. But the point is, the truth is, that if anybody in the post-COVID phase would just decide to get healthy, understanding that the net effect of an inflammatory process leaves a body apoptotic, senescent, or otherwise, you can reverse that. You just have to learn to get healthy. We're so far off the course that we've just mangled the entire financial and moral structure of the world and not mentioned vitamin D once. I'm still waiting for... 
Grandmaster Fauci to stand up and just mention vitamin D once? Isn't that odd? It's even more odd. We've done nothing about it. Maybe I should bash away at this right now. I've gotten myself into the mood. How stupid we have been. How stupid we have just been. What we have bought into from our laziness. We're going to pay for it, man. Ah, uh, I tried. So, apoptotic, senescent. You have to understand that in that state, whether it's post-COVID senescence or just senescence or apoptosis on the way, meaning you're getting signs, maybe even a diagnosis of early stage of disease, all reversible. All reversible. But you'd really have to understand apoptosis or senescence. Right now, the takeaway is you got to clean the intercellular space and the body will reverse itself. Now, what the brilliant imbeciles of the institution try to do to you is tell you that once you get apoptotic or senescent, you have triggered gene sequences. Certain genes have turned on that were supposed to stay off and certain genes were turned off that were supposed to stay on. In other words, you don't have gene regulation working. You have gene dysregulation. And so out of that, they extrapolate an idiotic, moronic statement like, well, this is genetically determined. Why do you have lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, cancer? Well, of course, certain gene sequences have been regulated and now dysregulated and will try to immunomodulate a response here because blah, 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 blah. They scam you bad. They scam you. Because genetics is just a switch. It's just a switch in the body. Genes, RNA, DNA, just switches. And those switches are there to facilitate any process that some unknown mystery quality turns on or off. So when the body decides to start going anaplastic, anaplastic as in anaplasia, meaning when an organ, a collection of cells in an organ begins to start to grow malignant cells, anaplasia, a series of things have switched on or off depending on the type of problem and that's the definition of the gene. The gene is just a switch. And so we hide a reality underneath all this scientific vernacular. It's a genetic thing. We've isolated the gene that's given you the cancer. We've isolated the mutation that's triggered an autoimmune response, and we can't turn it around, but we can interfere with some sequence along the way, and that would give you another two weeks of life. It's only $500,000, but wouldn't you want that extra two weeks? What do you think all this stuff is with immunomodulation and cancer now? I've told you Cypheride out of Boston has told you you're barking up the wrong tree with this stuff. You can't outwit. You can't outwit the human organism when it decides to do what it wants to do when you've given it no choice. 
you betray the intercellular space long enough with enough impunity, enough one-sidedness, enough gravity, when you really mess up your neighborhood, your house is going to fall down. When you really mess up your neighborhood, your house is going to fall down. And what are you going to do? Patch up your house while the neighborhood is demanding the death of your organism? Well, you think you are. Well, that's what you're doing every time you go to see your men in white. See, this is why God has to have grace, because we're pretty stupid. So, what's the takeaway here? Apoptosis, senescence, and anaplasia are in response to the space in between the cells. In the early stages of it, before too many genes have switched on and off or dysregulated, and thus your return to health will challenge you in a way you are not prepared. Oddly enough for me, well, let me not go there yet. Before you get to that place where you're not going to work hard enough to turn it around, you can turn it around. Because all your symptomology, however bad the disease sounds, you know, you get hit with rheumatoid arthritis, you get hit with lupus, you get hit with certain types of cancer, you get hit with your first heart attack, you get hit with angina, you get hit with enough congestion or occlusion in the arteries to demand a bypass surgery, a joint replacement. Joint replacements are not simple. You get hit with any of these things that are major and you're going to get shook. And usually you're hit early stage. That's God's grace. If you only knew how reversible so much of that is early stage. Because late stage, you're not going to bother. But early stage, you just might. But nobody does. They don't. You can get rid of your hot flashes with holistic health, but try getting rid of the hip replacement that's coming. Since nobody ever does, there's no differential made between early stage and moderate to late stage. Meaning when you get a diagnosis, it's generally early stage. This is when you're in the early phase of apoptosis, senescence, or even anaplasia. Out of a trillion cells, maybe a few percentages are anaplastic. This is an early stage thing. But since no one does anything about it, it's deemed incurable, unstoppable, irreversible. That's all baloney. Why? Well, the lab models show otherwise. If you have a mouse in a cage and you stimulate whatever you stimulate, apoptosis, senescence, even anaplasia, because you've got such control of the rat in the cage, you can determine early stage and you can see how relatively easy it is to reverse. This is what the NIH should be granting funding for. How could we really change the terrain? Since we have total control, we could tell the rat to stay away from its wife or husband. We can tell the rat to pray more. We can tell the rat to eat organic food. We can tell the rat to live in nature. We can tell the rat to get sunshine for an hour every morning. We can tell the rat and control the rat it's as if we could take people, lift them up in a crate, put them on Fantasy Island, and six months later, voila, you'll see the true miracle. We can do that with animals, and we should, and when we do, rest assured, my friends, apoptosis, senescence, and anaplasia reverse themselves. 
but we don't ever do that. And so it all gets glommed into one big ball of snot. You don't feel good. You go in, you get some tests, and they find a little speck of cancer somewhere. And the whistle blows, and you're told, well, it's very obviously linked to a certain gene that you have that you got from your you know, brother's, sister's, father's, mother 500 years ago somewhere in a cave. And they tell you we can trace the lineage. This is the new world, my friends. Welcome to it. And all it does is put a nail in your coffin. And don't sit there and smile like you understand and you're informed because you just bought it with COVID. You did. We got to take a look at ourselves. We got to take a look. So take a look. Hit the website, straighttalk.cc. Start to understand what these terms mean and how in the early stages, they're going back and forth all the time anyway, whether you knew it or not. You hit a good spell of health, a bad spell of health, and your body's going back and forth between these stages anyhow. Didn't you ever hear we make thousands of cancer cells every day? What do you think I'm talking about? What do you think I'm talking about? Body's going down the toilet every day until you push it too far down the pipe. So we know it's reversible. All right. That's it. That's all I have to say. Except this. If you're listening to the show today and you've got a health concern, why haven't you called? I'm not going to keep doing this if I don't get through. What are you sitting on? It's time to come out underneath Fauci's rock. You've been told to hide under a rock. Let's come out now. It's spring, you know? Get healthy. 714-850-1007. 714-850-1007. That's the office. Call it. Make the appointment. Come in. Sit down. I'll tell you where it's at. I'll tell you what you got to do. And then you go do it. It's not that complicated. You just got to show up. Okay. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Okay. That's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.